0: podcast. My name is Alicia. And I am Priya, hello everyone. How's everybody doing? We hope everybody is keeping well. If you're new to Systematic, we are two sisters sharing active and systematic approaches on how to align your mindset to add growth into your life. We've covered various topics already in our first season and our current
1: season, so definitely check them out. Yes, and in this particular episode, we are going to be discussing how to communicate effectively now we all communicate in some shape or form or the other and what does communication actually mean as you know at systematic we like to systematically define everything <laughs> communication is the act of developing meaning among entities or groups through the use of sufficiently mu- mutually understood sign symbols and conventions. Now, I know that's very, very technical, but in a nutshell, when we are communicating, we're also making sure that what we have communicated has also been understood, understood. Yeah. Yeah, by the recipient. That's the key element there. And there are four types of com- communication which you guys are all familiar with. Verbal, this could be speaking or also sign language. Second, nonverbal, which is body language. Third, written, our favorite. And fourth is visual as well.
0: Yeah, so those are the different types of communication and we use this every day. It's part of our lifestyle, and we're not gonna teach you guys how to communicate. That's not the purpose of our episode today, but it's all about effective communication. Yes. Because I feel like communication is a topic that we can always improve on. Sometimes we think we're really good communicators, but you know, if you're getting feedback from someone, you, you might not be, and there's always areas to improve. So that's what we wanna help you with today.
1: I also feel that giving someone feedback on their communication can be quite challenging because we normally tend to portray communication as more of a personal trait yeah and it is it is a skill set per se but it can be really taken personally because sometimes there's a, there's people out there who do take a lot of time you know, when they're writing an email, I know Alicia does this, yeah. the email has to be crisp. I double
0: check my spelling, everything, does it make sense? Did I not say something stupid? But that that's me as a person, but I like to double check my written communication. <laughs> yeah,
1: so it just shows you that we are always everyday communicating at all angles, but what is effective communication? So effective communication is about more than just exchanging information. So it's not just about sending that email. It's about understanding the emotion and intentions behind that information. As well as being able to clearly convey a message, which that is our ultimate goal, you need to also listen in a way that gains the full meaning of what's being said and make the other person feel heard and understood. So it's actually a um, two-way mechanism or, or process, really. It's not just you know, I want something, give me this, you know, we've learned to articulate ourselves as well, you know, I'm, I'm going back to the written, which is the email. <laughs> and, and that's just how and how we are communicating in this age. It is a lot in written format, because if you're thinking about social media, you're thinking about texting, messaging, WhatsApping. there's more verbal, uh, nonverbal communication in a written form, than it is yeah. a conventional mechanism of picking up the phone and talking. Yeah,
0: that's true. When's, uh, I mean, we probably obviously still <laughs> communicate to friends and family that way. But to be honest, in this day and age, it is more written. It's more based around technology. But when it comes to verbal communication, it's not just about conveying your message, it's also about understanding the other person. And I think the key to effective communication is actually listening. We're gonna touch upon that a little bit uh, later, but effective communication sounds like it should be instinctive, but often, When we try to communicate with other people, sometimes it goes off track because it's always in our mind. We're like me, 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 me. (laughs) And we're not thinking about the other person. So we may say one thing, but the other person hears something else. There's misunderstandings. You can get frustration and, and conflicts. And this can cause problems around various parts of your life and to be honest i think most issues in life yeah. are caused by miscommunication and misunderstandings yeah. from from that and many of us are probably experienced this already right
1: yeah definitely and i feel like community like alicia said it's one of the most crucial things but it's something that we're actually not taught yeah we're just naturally <laughs> expected to communicate and i genuinely feel that if you're talking to someone else how they understand you is also a reflection on how they've been brought up, their life experiences. Um, I mean, you could be saying a word in a particular way. Also in their culture, it could mean something else. It could be, there's just so much. And that's why I feel like communication can also be non-verbal. Like example, like I know there's, you know when you hear about in one country, if you like nod your head, it means something else in another country. All those scenarios. It kind of gets you thinking to understand that you know the way we communicate could also be very much around where you're living and the area you are so just a good example is in terms of in in the uk in london particularly we queue up it's a very instinctive process we actually communicate like visually and non-verbally to have a queue in system you know when we example we were in the grocery line you, just, you don't even need to say anything. You're just like, oh, yeah, there's a cue. So it just shows you that this is actually part of our day in, day out, and also going into the detail of even a text message could be re- um, read incorrectly. In way. yeah. And that's where, that's what we wanna draw down on and and get into that detail today. Yeah, so for many of us, communicating more clearly
0: and effectively will require us to just learn some extra things. And we're gonna be sharing some tips with you, but whether you're going to try to improve communication at home with your family, with, with your loved ones, with your partner, it could be communication at work, you know, with your boss, your co-workers. it could be with anything within your business, within your team, learning skills to help you know, improve that communication, will help deepen your connections with other people and build that greater trust, that respect, improve teamwork, and also problem solving, which practically is what we do on a daily basis, right? With Mm -hmm. our jobs. So overall, it's going to help improve your social and emotional health
1: definitely you know we don't want to be in the world where we've sent one email or one message and it spirals out into something else we want to be um actually stress-free so we're going to cover that now which is common barriers to effective communication include stress and out of control emotion so when you're stressed out you're emotionally overwhelmed you're actually more likely to misread people in Mm -hmm. person in general um in in through a written format and it does send confusing or off-putting non-verbal signals. And it kind of lapses into more unhealthy, knee-jerk patterns of behaviour. So just that that irritab- irritability that people could have. Yeah, when it's they're in stressed. Your, yeah, it's in your voice. It's in... You know, I could say to Alicia, you know, shut those blinds. <laughs> oh, could you could you kindly shut those blinds? It's the same thing, yeah. but how you deliver it. And I think this is a common barrier that we may face so if we're not in the right frame of mind what we're even you know sometimes when you read an email you're like oh my god that person's shouting at me it's because you've written it in that style Mm. you know you might be feeling a bit of anger and I feel like sometimes you get a message from someone and you get that feeling yeah you know it can be conveyed in many ways so you want to avoid conflict and misunderstandings so you can learn how to quickly calm down the situation.
0: Yeah, before you continue communicating with that yeah. person. So if you're stressed and your emotions are a little bit out of control, instead of sort of responding Just take a bit of time to calm yourself because we've all heard this, you know, the things that people say in anger, they don't mean it. Some people believe there's truth behind (laughs) what people say when they're angry. But the best thing to do is in that situation where you're stressed, just take a few moments to yourself. Whether you need to go outside, get some fresh air, do some meditation, listen to your favorite song, whatever, just get calm and then convey or respond to to communication that that came your way so yeah or well, you
1: could be the complete opposite you might have that emotional situation and you might not still be able to say what you want to say you can hold uh, yourself back so it's really two ways the second is lack of focus we've all been there maybe during this period a lot more than <laughs> uh, than most days but you can't communicate effectively when you're multitasking so if you remember from our previous podcast we spoke about the book um deep work and that really drills into how multitasking is just a myth you know where women claim to be super multitaskers it's actually not a good trait and yeah. the more i think about it um we all know this we've discussed this in the last episode but if you're checking your phone planning what you're going to say next on a message and daydreaming at the same time <laughs> you're almost certain that there's going to be some non-verbal cues in that dialogue or conversation so to communicate effectively you need to avoid distractions and stay focused Who's written, started writing an email and you're halfway through, you get distracted and when you go back to it, you're like, what is this all about? What, what's that mean again? Yeah. I know it might, it might be your work and you know what it is, but the lack of focus can steer you off a little bit yeah and also it's because we're living in an age where you're sending a message you're writing an email you need to put that time and energy because one thing i um, find interesting and we do it ourselves i know when i when i'm lacking focus is when you're sending an email you don't attach what you're meant to <laughs> yeah exactly so like,
0: and then attach. you get a reminder when you will put please see attach and then when before you send it it'll be like Did you want to attach something? And you'd be like,
1: oh, yeah, like... That just shows you just a little bit of lack of focus, but maybe you were doing something else at the same time. You know, monitor yourself. You know, when you're writing an email, have you ever written an email from start to finish? Or are you going back and forth? Mm. Yes, you might be getting information, but for me, as if you're writing an email you should be knowing what you're trying to communicate, otherwise you wouldn't be writing. Yeah, and even when it comes to communicating in person, if you're distracted
0: with your phone, so you're having a conversation, and then the other person's on their phone, A, that's very disrespectful and rude, and this comes onto the sort of body language side of things as well, but you're, you're in a conversation, but you're getting distracted by something else, you probably don't even realize half the things you're saying. They'll probably say, do you want to jump off a cliff with me? And you're like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and, and Alicia- you don't even know
0: what you're saying yes to or what you're saying no to, so it's important to not have those distractions. Yeah,
1: and Alicia always says to me that when I'm like messaging on my phone or I'm doing something, and if I'm focused, I'm zoned out. Yeah, exactly. I, I can't, I literally can't, and I won't stay consistent in that conversation. Yeah, the next point is inconsistent body language. So, nonverbal communication, as we all know, and we've covered this in a previous episode, is actually it's worth a lot in a communi- in a communication channel. So nonverbal communication should reinforce what is being said and not contradict it. Yeah. So some people do have this, and I know when you're trying to say something, but your body language is saying the complete opposite. Yes. So you're trying to say, you said yes, but your whole body is saying no. So if you say one thing, your body language should actually match. Yeah. And your listener would feel like you're being completely honest and you're being transparent. Is when it's inconsistency. That's when you get bad vibes, and that's what we want to avoid. So, for example, if you you can't say yes while shaking your head no. So that's obvious. (laughs) But you know, sometimes it's just how you're feeling and the aura that you have. It can be very inconsistent because sometimes people could say, yeah, you know what? I've met this person. They're very confusing, or I can't. I can't. You know, when people say, I don't can't figure them out. It's a common saying. You can't tell if they're on your side or oh, if they... you're not
0: yeah and that also uh, another common barrier that that leads into is negative body language so you know inconsistent body language is one thing but then if you have negative body language like if you disagree with something or you dislike what's being said you might you may use negative body language to kind of you know go up against that person's message. You might cross your arms, you might avoid eye contact, start tapping your feet. And you know, just because you don't agree yeah. with it, it doesn't mean you should stop communicating effectively and become more defensive. So it's really important that you don't want to send negative signals because at the end of the day they're, they're conveying a message. It's yeah. kind of like you got to be receptive to it and understand their signals
1: yeah because i think there's there's so many people in the world you know people are going to do things that align with what you like to do you know some people won't but it doesn't necessarily mean you should put someone else down and you could do that without saying it you could do that with saying it of course but just it's something that we want to be mindful of because if you want to be an effective communicator i realize the big thing around communication drills down to understanding and once you've nailed that You know, think about the people you enjoy working with or talking to. It's because you can communicate with them, but also because they understand you. That's that deeper feeling and emotion we are tapping into. Definitely. So effective communication skills. Now, the first skill that
0: is really great to learn is to become an engaged listener. Now, tips for becoming an engaged listener. The first main tip is get rid of those distractions and focus fully on the speaker. So that means that you're not looking elsewhere. You should be thinking, I I know sometimes it's difficult, you have lots going on in your mind, but you wanna focus fully on them and give them your attention. And there is a, a thing where they say you should favor your right ear. Um, and that is a bit strange, but your the left side of your brain contains the primary processing centers for both speech comprehension and emotions. So since the left side of the brain is connected, of course, to the right side of your body, favoring your right ear can actually help you better detect the emotional nuances of what someone is saying. So there's a lot of science behind this, but Genuinely, you want to like lean in when you're um, communicating and, and you're listening to somebody and genuinely listen to everything that they're saying.
1: I another one that I really love is avoid interrupting or trying to redirect the conversation. So it's all about you, you, yeah. you, or That's me, a different.
0: <laughs> that's a difficult one because I know I I can sometimes do that and it's something that I'm working on and improving on. But I think a lot of people will find that very disrespectful because it just means you're not listening to them and you just want to change the topic and say what you want to say. And it's like what the other person's saying has no value.
1: Yeah, it's a very difficult one because sometimes... People like to complete other people's sentences. Yeah. And also, I genuinely feel it's because of excitement, because they're talking about something. And you I get excited. I think it's excitement, yeah. And you're interrupting and talking yeah. over them, but it may not be coming from a heart, you know, a negative a place. place but yeah. It can happen naturally, but it's also understanding that interruptions are just not ideal because it can also interrupt their train of thought. And also, just to add in a bit of a gender conversation here, women are more interrupted than men in any kind of situation if you're in a meeting or even going into political stance it's phenomenal where they've done a study where um when Hillary um, Clinton was running for presidency she was interrupted so much more than her fellow person against her but it just showed that as a woman we are actually faced with a challenge where people might feel like they need to you know, talk over us in in, to a certain extent. But they've done the calculations and it was phenomenal to hear that. So firstly don't interrupt anyone, but also just something to be mindful of. You know, if you're in a meeting, are you cutting out people? If you're on a Zoom call or a Microsoft Teams, you know, are you muting people? You know I think we
0: just gotta be a bit more patient and let the other person finish and then you know, allow thoughts. I think sometimes we just rush conversations and we just rush everything. So that's a a really important tip when it comes to becoming an engaged listener. Another one is actually showing your interest in what's being said. So to show the person you're actively listening to what they're saying, because if you're stargazing, you're daydreaming, (laughs) then they obviously know that you're not listening. So nod occasionally, smile, make sure your posture is open and inviting means, you know, stand openly, freely, that's more comfortable to the other person in comparison to folding your arms Mm. and standing there like, you know, I'm not really paying attention. (laughs) So that's where the sort of non-verbal and your sort of body language comes. But you wanna make sure that you're showing the person, yeah, I'm interested in what you're saying.
1: And try to set aside judgment and also active judgment. So as they're talking, you're judging every sentence and every word. <laughs> it's a really difficult um, trait because us, I believe as humans, we are very um, judgmental. We're going to be, you know, it's, it's it's weird. It's one of those scenarios where you're probably thinking someone was even trying to deliver good news to you, but you are trying to judge, you know, you're trying to judge the situation. It's, uh, to be honest, we could do a whole episode on judgment and how we can, how uh, that actually is, it's a form of disrespect to another fellow human being you know we have no right to judge anyone what they're doing what where they are in life it's really even we can do this injustice in our daily conversations and you might not even realize it and then sometimes you're like oh why doesn't this person like communicate with me why don't they want to talk to me It's because you're probably judging them or or could be something like that why don't i have a good relationship with this person you know, he tells that person's you know, everything. everything. Yeah. Not that you need to be someone's confident and, and you need to get information out of people, but I do feel that communication also impacts relationships as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. And the last point to help you become a more effective um, listener engaged. and engaged listener yeah. Yeah. is providing feedback. Now, obviously that doesn't mean interrupting someone and going in there to to, pro- to provide them feedback, but genuinely respond to the things they say, pick out, what you liked from what they've said, pick out something that shows that you've actively listened and then elaborate on that and give them feedback.
1: So I think that's a great tip. The next skill set to effective communication is pay attention to nonverbal signs. And we've covered this, you know, you can improve how you read nonverbal communication. You know, sometimes if you walk into a room in the future, when you walk into a room with people, you can tell how people are feeling by the way their body language is portraying certain vibes and energy so be aware of individual differences this is where i'll go into the cultural element as well yeah. look out for um, nonverbal communication signals in a group now this is something i've learned recently so when princess diana used to go out and meet people she would actually go and speak to the person who was on their own who was having that kind of vibe where they weren't talking to anyone they were a bit distracted because she felt like if everyone else is having a good time that person in that event or whatever should also feel like they're they're there, their presence is valued. So I loved that because she was well known for being a person who had that good connection with people. And when I heard that, I thought that's such a beautiful way. Because sometimes we're so concerned about how we are perceived. Why don't we go out and actually uplift someone else? And the way you can uplift someone is the way you communicate. So adjust your nonverbal signals according to the context as well so it could be relevant to what you're doing discussing
0: yeah definitely and also it's not just about when you're in conversation with one person it's also your nonverbal communication as a group mm-hmm. if you're having a group conversation um you want to make sure that you're not like if someone's speaking in a group and then there's two of you sort of speaking yeah. in the background or doing something that shows them that what they're saying is is not valuable so you really need to adjust it according to the context of situation that you're in and the main thing is to avoid that negative body language like we spoke about where you might be rolling your eyes or you know giving like a negative look or you've got (laughs) your arms folded all that kind of stuff you want to keep it open and light but pay attention to other people's signals because it'll help you understand them better as well and
1: understand your own
0: definitely so the third effective communication skill is to actually keep your stress levels low (laughs) and A lot of people, um, like we mentioned earlier as a common barrier is when you're stressed out, you're you're not really on track of what you're saying, how you're saying it, how it's coming across. So the best thing to do is if you're stressed in a conversation or in a debate, wherever you may be in the workplace, use a stalling tactic to give yourself time to think. So if you're in a conversation with someone, you may wanna ask for a question to be repeated. So it just gives you a bit of pause and some time to to think so it doesn't stress you out like oh my god what did he say what should I answer Mm. and that's a really good thing
1: when it comes to interviews yeah that's a good tip because even in an interview you are communicating you're communicating every day but that's I guess that's when you definitely want to communicate effectively yeah next one is around pausing and having that time to collect your thoughts I think that's so important Sometimes we feel like if we are trying to speak to someone, we just need to say everything at the speed of light. But you don't have to do that. You could be the type of person who does pause. I love this because when you're in a new situation, you're taking in new information, that's the best thing you could do is pause, reflect. And it allows you to digest the information, but also it values the whole situation because there is going to be moments in life where all the time you're going to be exposed to new details, information so if you're pausing you're valuing that and then you'll be able to communicate more effectively because you've taken that time to understand yeah so always make one point and expand i love this this is so crucial because sometimes you could say i don't know it's always that contradictory statement where it could mean something to me but the other person could take it the wrong way and then you need to expand on that point you need to give examples you need to Really. explain a bit further yeah so it gives everything more context because i don't know it could be simple as i'm going to eat a sandwich now in some parts of the world that could just be you know for us bread bit of cheese bit of this that the other but in another part of the world it could be like i don't know panini style sandwich i've had that before where you go to another country and you say sandwich and you get a panini yeah so it's just i know that's a very simple example but you can make a point just expand further deliver your words clearly yeah oh that's, my god yeah that's, that's very important don't use more words than necessary if you're trying to make a point stick to that message and sometimes naturally as humans we might try and fluff it up but wrap it up and give a summary anytime in anywhere where you are summaries are so important yeah it's really important to sort of
0: Yeah summarise I guess and put everything together and also doing things at a steady pace is what's going to keep your stress levels low because if you're rushing and like oh my god I need to get this across I need to say this really fast then that's not effective communication at all. Especially delivering your words clearly that's such an important part. So moving on to the fourth communication skill.
1: It is assert yourself. So this is really, really important. Assertiveness is something that I really wanted to work on because it's so important when you're not just dealing with yourself but dealing with um, others. Yeah. Um, and how is this so important to communication? Literally, it's the tone of voice that you're saying things. If you're telling or you're conveying a message and you're not saying it with assertiveness, that message could just be lost and not valued. Mm-hmm. So how do you work on this? Straight, simple tips. Value yourself. How do you do that is getting to know yourself a lot more. Having those self-care elements, doing the journaling and also doing a value assessment. I know Alicia and I have touched on Yeah, we've covered this before, yeah. Just have that time with yourself. Know your needs and wants. Be clear with what your motives are. Express your negative thoughts. This is the best thing. If there's something in your mind, I don't know if you're working on a project or you're speaking to someone, if there is something in your mind and you think, you know what, this is negative, this is something I want to say say it because it's really we're living in a world where we can express ourselves receive feedback positively as well i think it's now i'm probably thinking feedback is probably not um done to as extreme because the current yeah. world we're living in right now it's we're trying to be very very positive but you can learn so much from, from feedback from people. yeah but also the other important tip and something a lesson life lesson i've learned is sometimes you should give feedback to people who actually want it don't give uncalled feedback Um,
0: yeah
1: i remember i wanted to give feedback to someone and i was so ready i was going to put it into a message email you know get that written communication nailed but also but one thing i learned was that person wasn't looking for my feedback i was no i was in no position of authority to give it to that person yeah therefore that's another element of communication communicate what needs to be communicated you know don't I guess is know your boundaries as well. Yeah, exactly. And
0: another key thing is learn to say no. So if you're communicating with someone and you know they may ask you to do something, may say, can you do that for me? Are you able to do this? Learn to say no because you can't do everything either, but you want to be able to communicate that effectively without feeling bad yourself and yeah. also without you know, the other person feeling bad that you can't do it. So there's obviously ways on how to do that. But definitely work on learning how to say no, like, you know, having a reason expanding on why you're not able to do something. So that's an important thing. We could probably go into that in a lot more detail another time. But those are some tips when it comes to improving your assertiveness. So There's quite a few things that we've covered already and we hope that we've given you some more information on how you can effectively communicate. But just to summarize, the first skill is to become an engaged listener. The second one is to pay attention to non-verbal signals. The third effective communication skill is keep your stress levels low. And the fourth is to assert yourself.
1: So, thank you for listening to this episode. Please leave us a review and share with other people now who you may feel this could benefit, but also not, oh, they need to communicate better. So, so be careful with that. (laughs) But it's really important that we get to hear from you. So, you know, follow us on Instagram. We are at systematic underscore. And literally, we are excited to just be giving out more content, sharing topics that you guys are excited about. If you ever feel like, you know what, I would love to hear, the systematic approach to X, Y, Z. Just DM us, drop us a message and take care. And we look forward to speaking to you again on our next episode. See ya. Bye everyone.